And by the way, mm -hmm. and this is where people fall <clears throat> down yeah. on creating a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They focus on how many thumbs up am I getting? How many comments am I getting? Those two sisters, Tom, they didn't comment. They didn't share the YouTube no. video. No. They didn't like it. Yes. They told their brother to call this guy Bingo. and they picked up the phone and called me. And then I had an interview and got nine lots and then so on and so forth going on into the future. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all wanna create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we wanna do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today I've got Byron Lazine in the house. Played some shuffleboard with me last yes. night and some dice. Learned how to lose at both games. Yes, but yep. it was fun. It was fun. Hey, so today we're going to talk about uh, agent podcasts. We're going to talk about agents, specifically this one, who was uh, recognized by Inman and others as an innovator in the space, um, educating agents, uh, doing a podcast, two different shows, plus a radio program. So, Byron, why don't you start by saying hey to the audience and... Uh, Give me a little backstory. Sure. Who are you? How, like, we'll get into the details of all the podcast stuff, which is what we want to yeah. talk about today. But like, give me a little backstory. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you, you know? What do you do? And we'll get into the teams and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So Byron Lazine, Connecticut Shoreline. I always go Connecticut Shoreline because nobody knows yeah. these little towns, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. In, in Connecticut. And uh, backstory. I'll make it super quick because I told the whole story on Tom Max. Uh, that was a couple four, years, ago, years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was like fifteen yeah, or yeah. something, right? Yeah. So. Got my taste in real estate, 19 to 21, bought three houses at the very peak of the market, probably yes. even overpaid for all of them. Sure. That's how, like, you know. 2005, six? Oh, yeah. Like, didn't know, four, five, six, yeah, right? Yeah. Didn't know what I was doing. That yeah. was my 19 to 21 years. Mm -hmm. uh, right out of high school, like, thought I knew everything. Yes. Wasn't listening to my parents, wasn't listening to agents, wasn't seeking the information that I needed to yeah. seek no, out. No mentors, no one, you know, teaching. Correct, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Put all my money, all my savings into those three houses, lost everything by my mid-20s, went completely bankrupt, uh, hated my life at that point, yep. was living in regret, uh, hated my job. It was just tearing me apart. So got back into real estate on the mm -hmm. sales side. Yep. Obviously, hindsight 2020 should have done that a long time ago, mm -hmm. uh, but all worked out. Started to put my head down, get back to work, uh, and, and really changed my life the minute I got into sales and, yeah. and started to do the right thing, seek out the information, be a learner first. Yep. And the last seven and a half years of my life have just been absolutely incredible. It's changed my relationships, yeah. my family, everything. Yeah, yeah. So and I don't you know I don't regret my experience because um listen, when people say what's your what's your education? It's an Ivy League degree in real estate. Yeah, from getting my teeth kicked in. Yes, exactly. Lose everything. I was yeah. funny. I was just listening to uh, to Joe Rogan and Kevin Hart like on a uh, podcast, like okay. a little snippet, right? Getting ready this morning, and it was funny talking to uh, sort of Kevin's experience was like showing my kids, right? Who who basically want for nothing, have the easiest life on the planet. He's like, I grew up in like the streets of Philadelphia, like, and and literally trying to get them to understand, right? All great things happen from getting your ass kicked. Right. Like that's where all the lessons come yeah. from. You know what I mean? Well, absolutely. I mean, my first year in sales, I was waking up instantly at 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. after going to bed at like like four hours yeah. every single yes. night because I was so motivated to prove exactly. people wrong. I left a job 
that was paying me six figures mm -hmm. that I was one of eight people that got the job. Yeah. 2000 people applied. Wow. I got in because my dad worked there. Yeah. Right. It was a nuclear yeah, yeah, power yeah. plant. Yeah. Right. So when I left during uh, high unemployment years, really high, like mm -hmm. nine, 10, 11 mm percent -hmm. unemployment, mm -hmm. people are like, you're nuts. You're going yeah. into real estate yeah. to sell homes where in Connecticut, nothing was selling. Yeah. And the first year I basically got my income back that mm -hmm. I left. And then it just started to climb from there. What did you do at a nuclear power plant? I was a nuclear mechanic. Really? Yeah. Really? I wish I could it's do like story. the George Bush, you know, nuclear. Right? Yeah. Is that what you're when, right? when I, I doing that right? <laughs> <laughs> when I bought the three houses, 19 and 21, I was working at Electric Boat. They built submarines for the Navy. Yeah. So I had that little thing on my resume. My dad really got me into that job, yeah. but I hated it. It wasn't what I wanted to do. It was yeah. literally, I felt like I was in jail. You literally are in jail because yes. it's gated and like barbed wired yeah. to get in there. Um, but it, it really put me in a bad place. Luckily for me, I've got a wife, we've been together since we were 17, that is fully supportive. She married me, yeah. Tom, with her money at that low point yeah. of my life. You told me that story, I remember, yeah. and that's, it's about, how long has been married now? Well, that's a bad question because we've been together since we were 17, and I don't, How so old are you now? 2012, okay. seven years, seven years. Okay, all right, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, love it. So, so obviously, High level, really fast. Describe the the team you have, and then we're like this whole thing is really about like, you know, a fellow podcaster, an agent running a team, doing a phenomenal job, and you know, you really took this on, and we want to talk about like the impact of it, why, why it matters, etc. But first, give them just context. What's the size of your team? How many transactions? Sure, like, absolutely. Just help us understand that, and then we'll jump into all this podcast. Our topic. current team, thankfully, we are now up, including myself, to mm -hmm. fourteen sales agents. Yeah. Congrats. We have uh, five people. Two of the sales agents are in the administrative leadership team, right? Got so it. Carolina, who you met, ops yes. manager, yeah. uh, full TC. They have a full-time assistant. Uh, we just hired Adrian, who is our manager. Mm -hmm. He's also going to keep his database because he's been in the business 23 years. Yeah, smart. And then Lucy, who's in production, she runs our new agent program. Got it. So 14 people in sales, three other admins. And then we have a marketing company and there's five people involved in the marketing company, three full-time, two part-time. So two different companies mm -hmm. living under one roof, yep. servicing each other. Got it. How many transactions? Transactions. Yeah. So uh, year to date, we're over 150. Carolina is not in the room, so I don't have the exact number yeah. in my head. Uh, we're at just over 60 million for the year mm -hmm. and uh, trending to close out at about 75 million for this, this year in yep. 2019. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah. So, and how about yourself? How like personal uh, transactions? Personal, personal my my tr transactions went down this year, and our numbers for the team went up. So that whole transferring skills, transferring and skills your is and, happening. Yes, it's working. Yes. Servant leader. Um, and 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 when I say fourteen agents, we've been in recruiting mode here mm -hmm. the last three four mm -hmm. months. So that mm -hmm. number's basically doubled, right? Wow. So we're now looking. Uh, to be a hundred million dollar team next year for sure. It's gonna happen. It's it. on the board in the yes. office. Hundred yes. million dollar team. We have a mission, ladies and gentlemen. Twenty twenty, we will be a hundred million dollar team in Connecticut. You need to like put like the the man on the moon with a flag, yeah. but the flag is like your logo, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? So, all right. So let's talk about. First of all, thank you for that, and congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Let's talk about. Um, first of all, what was your first move into podcast? Why did you do it? What were you thinking? Mm -hmm. um, maybe just kind of share that backstory. Yeah, and I, and I look at podcasting really as do you produce a weekly pillar show, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so I would say my second year in the business, I started producing not not the real word, the show yeah. I do now, yeah. a different show. And it was weekly. It was every single week. 
and we did about 170 something episodes on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, what that years, was what years was this? I would say that was 15, 14, maybe okay. where I started that, that show. Okay. And so that was every single week. Uh, had a business partner I don't have anymore, relaunched, new team, mm-hmm. all of that two years ago, mm-hmm. and started The Real Word. Got Same it. kind of, or similar concept where it was more agent-focused mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyways, going back to the original show, where I started seeing it working mm-hmm. was when I had word of mouth happening at scale. Yes. When I had referrals from people yep. that I wasn't in front of all of the time. They weren't yes. friends that I was going yep. out yep. and having coffee with or anything Bingo. like that. They were People were sending me referrals, right, that I hadn't seen until I, or, or since I had my license. I, yes. you know, I didn't even connect with them until, you know, before I had my license mm-hmm. basically, right? So that's when I'm like, there's something here. I've got to keep doing this. I got to do it every single week. I have to be consistent mm-hmm. on it. Yep. It's got to be in my calendar every single Monday at 1030 that I'm recording the show yep. or it's just not going to happen. Yes. Uh, that original show ended up getting me an introduction to my first development, right? Okay. So two sisters watch a show on YouTube and they have a brother who's a developer. This brother had an agent for 25 years because his dad hired the agent sure. when they started the company. Yeah. So they had a 76 uh, lot subdivision. He had sold 67 of the 76. Pretty good. That's really right. Good. But all the money, all the money in a is development back deal end. is all on the very end, right? The last, you know, seven, eight, 10, 15 lots. Correct. So they had nine left. They had to get them. So they were sitting on a couple spec homes as well. And the sister said to the brother, you've got to interview this guy. He's, yeah. he's putting out some really interesting videos, mm-hmm. some, you know, some content. They brought me in one pitch. Next week, I signed the rest of the listing away. We end up selling that out. And then that launched me into getting some new development. We have a 60 plus million dollar three year exclusive on a new development in Connecticut right now. And I wouldn't have had those opportunities. And by the way, mm-hmm. and this is where people fall down <clears throat> yeah. on creating a show. Yeah, yeah. They focus on how many thumbs up am I getting? How many comments am I getting? Those two sisters, Tom, they didn't comment. They didn't share the YouTube no. video. No. They didn't like it. Yes. They told their brother to call this guy Bingo. and they picked up the phone and called me and then I had an interview and got nine lots and then so on and so forth going on into the future. So if you're watching this right now, obviously he's taking you to the the sort of the beautiful side. The, the end beautiful result, side. The end result of not, <laughs> you know, like when I'm thinking of like, in 2007, when I launched my YouTube show, and like literally, it was like cat videos. Uh, Charlie yeah. bit my finger. That's super like, early, right? And like literally, like I, I'd like, oh, well, we have seven views, and I'm like, well, I know I was five of them, right? Yeah. Like, but but that's how everybody gets started. So take it. So, but what was the original? Like, why did you do it? Why I like did you it gave is, me the benefit, yeah. but why all the did top you... agents in my market, it's yeah. over 60 year old average age yeah. in my market in Connecticut, yeah. right? So they were all hammering newspaper. I was not, newspapers dramatically overpriced, certainly in everybody's yeah. market. It's yeah. not, not effective and, and everybody clearly knows that. What was gonna be my angle, right? So mm-hmm. I started using Facebook. I was the guy too, Tom, by the way, that mm-hmm. before I got into sales, I didn't even use Facebook. Like sure. My wife was using it to connect with people. Yeah. I was like the guy not on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got on there, started just using Facebook, posting videos there, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. And that was my angle to try. I didn't have any money either, right? Sure. I had, come out of bankruptcy, yeah. literally yeah. no money. Yeah. So what can I do for free to get attention to Bingo. drive awareness? Yeah. And, and so that was why I did it in the very beginning. So so let's talk about the real word. 
Uh, yeah. You and Nicole and the rackets, like the rackets, the rackets. First yeah. of all, like it's funny because there's a there's a uh, a company I forget what they're called, Landmark Education Corporation. Okay. And like they do this series of events. It actually it's the early stuff. Like like it's like Est. It's Warner Earhart right from from its very origin and they talk about rackets and, and like i went to that course a million really? years ago so every time i hear rackets i have a totally different interpretation of it yeah what the hell i mean i see tennis rackets in the show yes our what what is the whole rackets like our definition of racket yeah. is is this bullshit or not yeah right yeah is it a racket is it a racket, is right? It a racket exactly. right and, and yeah. there's actually a funny story to that we got flown out after we did episode one of the real world mm -hmm. We did episode one and we did it on Greg Haig in Arizona yeah. who was doing the Stop Zillow campaign. Yeah. And so we basically put out our opinion on the Stop Zillow campaign. Yeah. He says, hey, I'd love to do a Facebook live with you guys, a sure. little debate. So we yeah. did a little debate. After we did that debate, we kind of built some rapport with him. He flew us out mm -hmm. all the way to Arizona for that launch party, right? Yep. And we're sitting on the plane, Nicole and I, and her mother's like texting her. And so she's like, oh my gosh, there's like all this uh, noise outside, you know, the birds or the squirrels, something. It's like causing a racket. Then three hours later, she's complaining about like her cable bill or something mm -hmm. like that. She's like, these guys are running a racket. We're like, she's using racket in all these different contexts. It's yes. ridiculous. Yes. And so then we added that to the show. We're like, okay. this is just hilarious. We're yeah, laughing yeah, yeah. about it at the time. And and that's where where it kind of took off. Now people are sending us rackets. We're like accumulating I know, I know. more I've been, rackets. I've been, I've been seeing the tennis rackets. So, <clears throat> so what is the outcome of that show? What is the purpose of that show mm -hmm. for the people that ha that haven't seen it? And certainly, we'll we'll link it up so they can get access to it. Um, why do you guys do it? What is the point you're trying to get across? Who is the audience? Who yeah. is it for? Etc. It's absolute brand building with agents, yes. right? So agent awareness for referrals, for, mm -hmm. for opportunities that mm -hmm. we're not even talking about or thinking about right now, yeah. right? I want to build a, I'm 35 years old, Tom. Yeah. I want to build a portfolio in this business mm -hmm. for a long time, yes. right? So if I'm talking about the industry, if I'm sharing content, sharing mm -hmm. our thoughts and opinions yep. on what's happening, yeah. I'm going to stay relevant, top of mind with the key players. It could be CEO of X company. It could be anybody. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's agents that are new agents that are in management, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's agent awareness. We get referrals, obviously, uh, from that awareness. But but that's the that's the game. And so how we break the, the show down, yeah. pick two trending topics in the real estate industry. And then we do a, a, what we're calling a marketeer of the week. That's kind of a new wrinkle where we mm -hmm. highlight somebody doing something interesting in marketing and real estate. But the two topics, it, we're literally just taking the headline of the trending topics and then using that, right? Yeah, because just we, talking about it. We want to have content for the rest of the week, but we don't want to sit there on a Monday or on a Tuesday and just be filming all day, planning out everything we're going to say. We're definitely not scripting anything. We're digesting the content and then giving our opinions on it, right? Yeah. If you haven't seen the show, I think what makes it so, so dynamic, like <clears throat> you're clearly the straight man. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you are just, you know, you're kind of stoic, kind of focused. Like he's smiling right now. Yeah. And he was smiling last night as I was crushing him in dice. <laughs> but outside of that, you know, you're I mean, you're kind of a, you know, yeah. you're a very focused individual. Correct. Right. Who doesn't smile a yeah. lot. Correct. Okay? I have a terrible smile. Well, you have a fantastic I have a, smile. I have a smile, but I have a terrible problem at smiling. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're not trying to affirm this. Yeah. But then like Nicole, on the other hand, is like oh, bubbly and energetic. And like and the two of you, the dynamic is it's fantastic. She's a magnet yeah. for people. I so mean, how did she get involved? For, like, was it right out of the gate that like you just said, hey, we have to do the show together? 
So when, you know, I had known Nicole for a few years before her and I started working together a couple of years ago. I mean, this is all two years, mm -hmm. right? The last two years, uh, created a friendship. We like instantly had a really great connection and, and rapport. I met her because she started doing this uh, project called the House of Social Media Adult. Okay, yes. so she had a say that again. The house that social, social media, media built. built. She Please has a, talk about that. She has that's... a trademark too, by the yeah. way. Anyway, she had a uh, investor who, at the time, said, "You know, you got to do something creative, or mm -hmm. I'm going to find another agent. I need to yeah. sell these flips." Yeah. yeah so yeah. she went to Facebook and started. She said, "All right, let me." And he, she does all the design, anyways. Mm -hmm. Let me just control the whole design, and she gave it to the followers. Yeah. Yeah. Gave them Powered the magic. The vote on the countertop, vote on the cabinet, vote on the tile. What ended up happening after into the whatever number, seventh, eighth house, the local Fox 61 sponsors them. They get sponsors from all these different uh, tile companies, imagine, contractors, yeah, no everybody, right? Over 600 people show up to every, every single one of their reveal parties because mm -hmm. they feel like they're a part of the journey building the house. Of course. It's all on Facebook. I mean, they do Instagram too, but all, the voting is all in the comment section of these posts. So they get over a thousand comments yes. per post. The, the organic juice is ridiculous. And so that's how we originally met. She was inviting me to those parties. Like we became friends. And okay, I just want to just stop for a second. Yeah. The person listening right now, did you just hear? like what they're doing, it is bananas. It is bananas. Like how, how impactful has that been for uh, her brand, the combined sort of team brand, like? Everything, and and there's, you, you've got to be strategic about it, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people will will call her because they just think she's a designer and they don't realize she's a real estate agent. Yes. Hey, uh, my real estate agent says I should do this. She's like, uh, excuse me? Your real estate <laughs> agent says what? Like, I'm a real estate agent. I can help so like, you with that. You're a real estate agent. Oh my God, they I think thought you were like the designer. This, right, you, yeah. you can go a little bit too far with it where they sure. think you're like some celebrity. Yes. Uh, so she's got to be a little bit more strategic and direct. I am a real estate agent right here in your town. Yes, right? exactly. So, so helping, that. helping my client yeah. make decisions to sell their property. But the awareness in obviously in terms of the community, but also mm -hmm. with our ability to recruit now since we've kind of turned that knob over and, and we're sure. in full recruit, recruiting mm -hmm. mode, people want to be a part of it. And especially with her, she's just- Yeah, yeah. super dynamic, Absolutely. super dynamic. So um, what would you say, like tell us like, why does this not work? Like what about the podcast has been bad? Nothing. Are you sure? Uh -huh. No haters? Oh no, there's yeah, absolutely. There's going to be yeah, some yeah. hate, and, and that's not uh, a bad thing. We've talked about this, before, and certainly yes. with where I go, you know, where I'm talking about the industry, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm going to be supportive of a move that Zillow's making, mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of haters for, sure. for for a piece of that content. Yeah. By the way, Zillow's our best performing content usually. Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm going to talk about Compass, right? So mm -hmm. maybe something I say or or don't yeah. say, a Compass agent might disagree with. Yeah. So it's. It's a grayer. It's an area that most people wouldn't do. We're talking uh, about news, right? We're talking so, about you know, news, and, and, and it's a real political environment. Man, you're gonna half are gonna love you, and half are gonna hate you. And, exactly. Yeah. But if I'm getting fifty one percent, I could be the president. That's exactly <laughs> like, right. That's, that's <laughs> right. So you you want to have some people that are really passionate about yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. But I'm always reminding people up front. This is my opinion, mm -hmm. right? Like disagree. Put in the comments. Like I'm so to totally open to the discussion. Yeah. It's how we're all going to learn. It's how the really good agents and the great teams mm -hmm. are going to stay ahead of that curve, there right? Listening to your content, paying attention, mm -hmm. having thoughtful conversations, getting in masterminds. Yeah. All of that's really important. Yeah. For the next level. Hey, it's Tom. 
If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Let's talk about um, production, who's involved, how many people, like like to create that one show, yep. how many people touch it, how many people are behind cameras, yeah. who's doing your post-production. And then I want to get into distribution because a lot of people are now, I mean, even if you're just creating it like this, right? It, it's getting the content out. It's getting it in front of people. So yeah. I want to hear what your thoughts are on distribution. But first, production, uh, post-production, yeah. give us some insight. So either Sam or Suave is mm -hmm. doing the, you know, the Tristan roll, the video yeah, yeah. and the audio, all of that. Okay. Vanessa is in the room. She's our writer. She's mm -hmm. also my sister. Mm -hmm. And she's sitting there time stamping, you know, all of the copy for, for all the breakout so pieces. Sound familiar? That'd be like Mark standing over here in the corner as he's taking all the notes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love it. And so she gives the, the time stamps to Sam or, or to Suave mm -hmm. and, and they go out, they to do their little 30 second, 60 second yep. Instagram bits, all of that. Uh, Jill, who is our creative director, she actually does the distribution. So mm -hmm. I'll post to my personal Instagram and that kind of stuff, but all the other places it goes, LinkedIn and all these different places, she's doing the distribution, mm -hmm. when it goes out, where it goes out, doing the thumbnail. She actually is a um, graphic designer by trade. She does the thumbnail. So mm -hmm. those three or sometimes four on the back end. Yeah. Uh, and Nicole and I are showing up shooting the show yeah. and then getting back to work type of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, a lot of people involved. Yeah. What do you recommend for an agent that probably right now you just talked them out of doing a show based upon that? Right. Like, you know, like, did you <laughs> just start over, that no. way? I mean, like, no, no, this is how I started. Like those boxes over there, my yeah. video camera, I would hit start and go, Hey, and I would just jump in. And I, even if I made a mistake, it didn't matter. And then I would literally go like this and the thumb drive or whatever thing would show up. I'd yep. put it in my computer and upload it to YouTube and go, go. My original, That's how I started. my original YouTube channel actually was deleted when I ended my partnership. Uh, so you probably can't go back and find one of those original shows, but if you go back, it, it would be embarrassing for me. So it's probably a good thing, right? Oh, I was hey, literally awesome. I was setting up the tripod, right? Like camera like this. And yeah. I would go behind it, press start, walk over here. I would edit in like windows, movie something yeah. or some yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid thing didn't know what i was doing total hack job yes but i was uploading to youtube every single week i was uploading to facebook yep. every single week we were doing everything writing the yeah. copy all of that kind yeah. of stuff and you and we i did that for 170 episodes over 300 videos on that original youtube channel was yep. all just me trying to figure it out yeah and i never figured it out by the way i wasn't good at it Exactly. But it got out there. So, so what about um, today? Have you ever used any outsource solutions? You ever like um, uploaded videos and sent them over to somebody on Fiverr or iFreelance or and and Brenda pipe in here too? Like I'd, I'd be super curious because Brenda's been podcasting for a long time. Brenda, just come over and jump in the show. Really jump faster. in, Brenda. Brenda was a, you were just what other show? We were just doing a podcast and you like totally took over. <laughs> Unlike Courtney over here, who totally dominated my Instagram yesterday live. So Brenda, jump into the show. So Brenda. Hi, Byron. Um, hi, Brenda. Do you have any insight on here? I mean, like, like I think people should be doing this. And I think the challenge is most of them, they, like, as Byron was saying, and certainly we can look at our own team, um, it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah. How does one just get started with a ghetto no budget? So 
easy. You can start with your phone and with the app where you record voice recording. You can simply do that and then just maybe email the recording and just upload it on either on YouTube or on Podbean, Libsyn. There, the accounts are like from twelve dollars to fifteen dollars, depending what you want. And, and those are like distribution portals that yes. are on every. Um, yeah. Okay. And like iPhone 11, which is like everybody's hammer and saw, is better than the camera I was using in 2015 or 14, 100%. right? Like it's it's just really good. Yeah. So use that to okay. your point. You know, other, just use other, your phone. Other thoughts? Um, I guess if you want to go a little more um, pricey, around like sixty dollars, use the ATR to one hundred. A microphone that can simply no idea what that is. It's a simple <laughs> microphone, guys. You just connect it to into the your USB phone? into your um, laptop, and then with GarageBand, you start recording. It's simple like that, you know. Or you want to go with the phone. And I've got a little creative hack to this. We were talking about this before the show because Brenda's uh, have some experience in radio. Is I would go and find a sponsor for your local market to sponsor you to have a weekly radio show because they have really good mics. They've got really good equipment. So you do a live show on say, a, it's gonna be a Saturday or Sunday where they're probably gonna give you a spot, right? Do a weekend show, get the recording from the radio station, upload it to your podcast, right? You can go Facebook Live, you can build an email list. There is a lot you can do by going traditional and then using it for podcasts and all of our mediums that we're on today. Yeah, you can simply just um, go on Google and search podcast recording studios and they charge you for an, like, let's say $50 an hour. Yeah. And you can uh, also pay for them to edit it and just send you all the file f uh, format and you can just upload it. So there's really no excuse to not do a podcast. No excuse. Right? And, and be thoughtful about who, you, like if you're doing local content, my radio mm -hmm. show is all local, right? Yep. It's CT Real Estate Radio. Be thoughtful about who you want to attract as yes. your customer. Yes. I'm not particularly, not that I'm against millennial buyers and sellers, but I'm- You are, you are one. I am one, yeah, but yes. I'm my, my avatar is yeah. all in on 45, 50 plus. Yeah. I want the baby boomers. Like I don't yes. think enough people realize the baby boomers are going to hold on to their money mm -hmm. really tight for the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. They're going to buy and sell and transact in real estate a lot. Yes, That's a segment of the market that I want to be involved in if I'm a real estate agent, if I'm a listing agent first. Yep. And that age group is still listening to talk radio. Yes. So get on a talk radio AM show. Talk radio. Don't yep. talk politics like they're going to talk Ever. during the week. Yep. But get on and say, like I do, hey, CT Real Estate Radio, we talk about the economy, your local neighborhood, your community. We don't talk about politics. Let's roll, right? Yep. And that's where we go with it. But your audience is used to listening to talk radio. They're going to still have the station in their car on in the weekends. Yep. It's a value proposition that nobody in our market has. Hey, we're going to do your open house on the third segment of the radio show, yep. right? It's a unique proposition that you yes. talk about all the yep. time. Yep. And your audience is there. Yeah. So did you build like an avatar, like who your ideal customer was, and then you you create content specific it sounds like that's what you've done on the like, radio show very intentionally sure. early like uh, okay my, yeah. my my listener is 55 years old she's in her car right now she's you know he's in his car yada yada how do i speak life to that person exactly yeah so bring so we'll we don't talk politics but we'll bring in some you know the first selectmen in certain towns and, yeah. and these kind of things to only talk about economic development and that kind of stuff right 
but those names are the people that they want to hear from. Bingo. Bingo. We yeah. just, we were, when we were in New York City, right? We were um, at Team Plus and we're talking about, I'm like, guys, if I were you, I'd go back and I'd interview the, the university professor of uh, yeah. you know economics. I would talk to anybody in law, anybody in real estate, anybody in housing, all of your local government officials. And you could just see the lights going off because most of you know these people, yeah. right? Because you're in your towns. You're the, you're the mayor of your town as a real estate professional. What happens when you interview those people? What happens when they're on your show? Here, here's a great story. Tell me. Last year, uh, Connecticut had a race for governor. Governor was out, and so there was, everybody was kind of throwing their hat into the mix, right? Yeah. There was like 12, 13, 15 different people. Mm -hmm. One of the people that was not even on the radar, uh, they wanted to get on the show. Mm -hmm. I was the first person ever to interview him. He ends up winning his party, yeah. going head to head for, the, he lost, you know, barely lost, sure. but I was his first interview. He remembers that, right? Oh, yeah. He actually lives in my hometown. Yes. We we actually interviewed some of his friends on the radio show just last week. He's coming onto the podcast. He's gonna run again. That's a great relationship to have because he think? remembers and he did a ton of you know, all kinds of press, you know, throughout his journey of running. Yeah. But I was his first interview. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I mean, I want to get back to distribution, but you know, we're just kind of we're, you know. This is a podcast. We're this just bouncing podcast, around yeah. and having fun. So um, how do you select who gets on the show for like what's your vetting process for, for whether it's the radio show or like your original show, you're, which you're doing is agent focused and you've interviewed yeah. a ton of agents real yes. word. I think it's just, you know, I've you know, been like, on it and the broke agent's been on the, it. The that, it's just the, you know, the and he didn't even belong to be on. No, I'm joking. Because <laughs> he's the broke. He's agent. the broke agent. We, you know, if I if, like I, I, I bust Eric's chop all the time. Like I did. What a, what a fantastic little thing he's created there. Just it really is real estate memes, real estate humor. Right. And he's just a good guy. So if you're not following the at at the broke agent yeah. on all channels, you totally. Or should. if you are following him and you just want to unfollow him and follow me, that's <laughs> absolutely acceptable as well. You know, he's the so, rich agent. In case yeah, you're wondering. exactly. Um, so, so how do you vet? Like, who do you go after? Yeah. How do you vet them? So, like on the Byron Lazine podcast, yeah. it is a lot of people that I know. Right, I just had Christoph on uh, the other day. He took me on a fabulous tour. Right, big so, shout out to Christoph. So, a lot of people in the ecosystem, yes. the Tom Ferry ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for this ecosystem. Mm -hmm. I would not be where I am today. So I want to give back to yeah. people thinking about coaching, people just thinking about starting a real estate career. Yeah. Like when I had Lisa Chinati on, my biggest real estate crush of 2019, yes, right? Yes. Uh, I've had Doug, Tom Tool, all these guys on mm -hmm. because they're people I know, they're people that are doing great work in yes. the industry. Yes. And I, listen, I'm going to hang out with them all the time like we always do, yeah. right? But if we're going to get together, we might as well have that same conversation and document Bingo. it. Bingo. And then share it and help yeah. everybody else. Exactly. Right? I mean, you know, yes. All right. Let's talk about distribution because let's assume somebody's somebody's listening to this right now and they're like, you know what? You know, I'm I'm shooting it on my iPhone. I I bought a microphone. You know, guys, podcast, video, just we're talking about just doing content. Yeah. What are all the different ways you've learned to get the content out? Find a distribution channel bigger than you just uploading and running a boosted ad on Facebook, right? Yeah. So if it's local content, connect with the chamber. They have an email list that they're using, but they're not producing great content mm -hmm. most of the time on. You can partner with them and just give them free content. So yeah. offer your content for free as much as you yeah. can so other people will put it out on their email list or whatever, right? So I did that with Inman for the real word. Yep. I think... I think from really episode one or two, we got it on in. I mean, I had my old show. They mm -hmm. they were, uh, you know, posting that sometimes. And that's, you know, 
that's good for three, 400, 500 views a yep. week just off of that one channel, yep. right? You get into their email list sometimes, yep. so on. So I love the Chamber of Commerce idea. The Chamber's a, a gold mine that people aren't using because mm -hmm. they probably likely have one of the biggest email lists in your market. Yes, of all the small businesses. Yeah, I mean, And people are paying yeah. attention to it. They're yep. reading it because yep. they wanna know when the next event is. Okay, so what else? Local, like that's a great little nugget for everybody listening. Local yep. Chamber of Commerce, what else? What else? Obviously, uh, obviously, let's go watch Facebook, Instagram, Oh, LinkedIn, those kind of things. Twitter, Absolutely. YouTube. Yes. All you, of it. All of it. You, uh, do you have an email list? We do. So we okay. put it on email every single week. How, how impactful is email? I've been, I've been harping on this. You for harped on it and I was really bad at email, meaning mm -hmm. not doing it. Right. Yeah. And so about probably, I guess a year and a half ago, we were somewhere. You pointed at me. You said, you're an idiot. You're not using email yeah, for that, your. That, when I say that, it's only out of love. And it, I think it was just like <laughs> Team Plus or something. So you yeah. could say I mean, it. It was, wasn't yeah, like, amongst friends, right? Yeah, it was like that East Coast mentality. Yes. Maybe we're on the East Coast. Yes. But you're right. It was really stupid of me not to be using email, yes. right? So we have our team consumer facing email, and, mm -hmm. and all of our content from the team goes out there. I have the the Byron Lazine email list. Mm -hmm. It goes out to a number of agents. We use the Jason Pantana tip too. We had yes. these big email lists that we weren't using. Mm -hmm. So we started weekly sending out emails. Mm -hmm. Then we went through who's never opened this. Let's yes. remove them. The open rates went way up. Bingo. And to his point, not as many people bounce, not as people are unsubscribing. Yep. Yep. You have all that good email juice, whatever it's mm -hmm. called, mm -hmm. happening in your world. Yep. And now we're getting, we're actually in the Byron Lazine one, we're getting, I don't know, five, 10, 15 new subscribers each week. And so yeah. it builds up quickly. Yes. The the radio show email list is basically us taking the callers. We give away free gift cards that we get donated every single week. Yep. We do like a game where, you know, maybe the fifth or sixth or seventh person will get it right. But all those people that called in, Chris, the board guy at the radio, gets their number, gets their email. We send everybody a little something. The winners get a gift card. Yeah. And we've built up an email list of a thousand people just off of those calls in the last couple of years. Local people all in your marketplace. Local people. Hello, people. You are just dropping some bombs here. And even yeah. though we're bouncing between obviously like radio, place, two different yeah. shows. No, but yeah. I mean it's it's great. I mean like the the collective is yeah, fantastic. I mean I have 5 a.m. calls in other pockets, like a yeah. whole bunch of different shows. I I don't suggest being maybe as ADD as I am or as it sounds mm -hmm. like. Have one show when you start yep. and then build from there. But all of these pieces of content are pillar shows that now talking about distribution, yep. you can share a 30 second piece right. on Instagram. You can have somebody write or transcribe and then have a blog that you post natively to LinkedIn or on your blog yep. or onto Inman or to wherever. Bingo. Bingo. What about, uh, like you talked about the chamber as an example, what about uh, doing partnerships, like partnership content as an example? We, we were talking about this yesterday yeah. and like the light bulb went off mm -hmm. with the webinar stuff yep. to drive more yes. subscribers to your email list. Yep. I'm gonna start to get really direct and strategic around mm -hmm. email because we've we've done well, you, you made an, you know, yep. a really good point on it. I'm pushing. But now I'm like, I need to take it to the next level. This is ridiculous. Yep. Not doing a webinar and mm -hmm. or doing a webinar locally, right? Yes. Or with agents, recruiting. Yes. Like there's a lot of different opportunities. Mm -hmm. And to your point, they're now going to share that on their email list. They're going to promote it on their Facebook page and you're going to get more awareness. So yeah, I need to do more yeah. of that so just straight up. Everybody listening, just consider the following, ready? So what I was sharing with this mastermind group yesterday is, you know, if I was in your town and I was an agent or I was a mortgage loan officer or I was a title rep, like, you know, I'm, I'm touching consumers. I've got my database of customers, right? 
but I'm going to go interview like the biggest local designer. I'm going to go interview the biggest local architect. I'm going to go interview the, the, the biggest, you know, spec builder in my town. I'm going to, I'm going to find that look 17% of the GDP in the U S is housing, right? Mm -hmm. There is so many businesses, so much money. I'm going to go interview all those people, but unlike just me saying, Hey, Brian, you know, you, you got the best furniture design store in town. I want to interview on my show. Hey, I want to interview on my show. I want you to email it to your list. Cause I'm going to validate the heck out of you. And I'm going to sell you better than you can sell you. Cause it's a third party deal. Correct. And then I want to just talk about design with you so you can educate my customer base. And now all of a sudden we do this piece of content, right? You guys with me on this, like could be could be anybody in your town that owns a business that touches housing. You with me? It could be the best florist in town. It could become the best, you know, uh, outside designer of plants and whatever those, what are those people called? Like I'm spacing The plant on. people? The, the plant people <laughs> designers, right? But the point is anybody who also has distribution, anybody who yeah. also has an email list, a Facebook page. And so now we're cross promoting each other. Yeah. And everybody's adding new names and subscribers to their list. Like it's it's bananas that people. This is done every day in business, but in real estate, I don't see it so and much. If you're not getting a response from, hey, I'd love to take you out for coffee, trying to create a relationship mm -hmm. with so and so. Hey, I'd like to interview you and send you out to my three thousand person email list. Yes. Is going to get their attention. They're going to respond to that one thousand percent. I got to say, like it's. I mean, we're experiencing it right now. It's very easy to get guests, yeah. right? Cause you say, Hey, we've got a 400,000 person email list. This is going to go to a lot of people. They're like, Oh, right. Yeah. And big and small, like I'm, uh, uh, next week, I think it is we're interviewing, um, uh, Laird Hamilton and, uh, Gabrielle Reese, right? Yeah. JD well, went crazy when you said uh, that name. For sure. Right. And so did John on my team. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, all these surfer guys are like, what, 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 what? I'm like, uh, friend of mine said, you got a podcast. These guys have a message. They want to get it out. You know what they're doing? They're on tour as, as anybody is, who's got a business trying to get as many people as possible to hear about what it is they're doing, right? If you become the source in your town for all those small businesses, and then you partner with the chamber of commerce and you're both sending out the content, your brand is going to explode. Yeah. Don't, don't, um, try to create the relationship first. Use that as the start to creating the relationship. Bingo. I'd love for you to be on my show. I want to expose you to the 3000 local homeowners in my, like who, anybody that's in housing is going to say yes. Any politician is going to say, heck yes. They're going to say yes. Business owners, they're, they're looking for more attention. hundred yep. percent. So what would you say are mistakes to avoid? Not having it in your schedule. Yeah. Every single week so that yeah. it's consistent. So you're putting out content every single week on every single platform mm -hmm. and staying relevant. That's a mistake. I would say, you know, don't go political. I go, go right up to the line if you mm -hmm. want, but don't sure. go, don't go political. That'd be a mistake. Um, I just think not doing, I think you're going to learn so much by doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, even if you're afraid that, uh, you know, there's no organic juice left on Facebook. So yeah. what? Like do, do it anyways. Anyway. There's going to be a new thing yeah. next. Like just keep doing and doing and learning from those yeah. experiences. You're going to get better over time. Uh, I, I honestly don't believe there's too many mistakes that are going to hurt your business mm -hmm. unless you're just being ridiculous. Yeah. But even if you are being ridiculous, that, that could, could just become your brand. That right? could help like, too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if you're, if you're funny, if you're a singer, I think of like Mickey Glassman, who's probably listening to this right now, like 
yeah. the gal can sing for days, yes. right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just convinced that like she should probably just oh, be man. singing all the time in addition to selling like a hundred plus homes a year and making a gazillion dollars, right? Because that's her personality. So, so is that a mistake? Like not being your true self? Like, yeah, trying, it's, it's, that's a mistake. That's a little too like, I'm perfect at everything I that's do. That's a mistake I've made is not sharing enough personal stuff. Yeah. So like Jill Biggs and some of these guys, uh, it was like a month or two ago. They're like, Byron, enough of the bullshit. Yeah. Like in two and a half years, I've never posted a picture of my daughter. Yeah. So I immediately, I took their advice and I did that. Yeah. You know what that did? It ended up get generating four coffee meetings from people I had not been in touch with mm -hmm. for years. Yeah. Right. But they made a comment. I wrote them back. Then we ended up, you know, in an instant message. Man, it's so nice that you like shared that love and this and yeah. that. And then, yeah. hey, let's get together. Let's reconnect. Yep. Humanizing. I, I, I yes. People That's think I'm an doing. alien. Yeah. Like literally, people are like, I didn't even know you had a daughter because yeah. I never posted a photo of her in <laughs> yeah. two and a half years, yeah. right? Because I'm, I'm more like, oh, I don't. It's just, it just wasn't my style. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, whether it's your style or not, you need to do what works. You yeah. need to do what connects you to more people. If you're in recruiting mode, like we are, they need to know that you're somebody they want to work with. So that's where I really- and that recruiting is also like client attraction. Yeah. Same, same exact thing. Exactly. Um, babies and dogs. Yeah. Right? I won't like, get a like dog, you, but, it, but- I'm just you know, telling you right now- Not like that I hate you, dogs. No, but like if you, even if you're a single person, you should just get babies in your photos and have dogs yeah, because I'm just, just like, get you dogs. Just, you just look at the data. Like, it's just like you post a photo of like a dog and it just goes, I just saw a dog uh, with a funny smile on its face. Forget it. I just saw a Subaru commercial. Yeah. I think it was yesterday or today uh, on YouTube or something. It was just dog after dog after dog after dog. And then the Subaru, I couldn't hear it. I wasn't listening to the audio the Subaru logo at the end. I'm like, they just put that, dogs on there. That's they all like they this. did. They went like this. I love, I love, I love dog. I love dog. I love Subaru. I love. That was it. That's all they did, right? It's That's brilliant. Yeah. All right. So we talked about mistakes. We've talked about distribution. Um, any other insights you want to share on this? Little, so, I mean, again, he's got a radio show. You got two different podcasts you're doing. You're putting out a lot of content right? It's clearly impacting your brand. And it's really only been since 2015 that this real explosion took on, even though you yeah. had your show before. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's really the last two years. Yeah. 17, last... you know, all the stuff I did before was to get me to that point. Yep. So 17, the end of 17, really 18 mm -hmm. and 19. I mean, that's really the team we're in now. Yeah. 2018, we did just over 40 million. Mm -hmm. We're going to do 75 million this year. We're going to do a hundred million next year. And that's all in the last two years. Yeah. Busy, busy and a lot of growth. Busy. So as we wrap it up, any sort of closing thoughts for the community, the ecosystem, yeah, I the people that are listening to this? I would say all this stuff that you know you need to do, mm -hmm. you you do need to do it, mm -hmm. but you can't do it until you invest in you first. Yeah. I'm such a big believer in Jim Rohn, work harder on yourself than you do on yes. your job. Yeah. Uh, our, our mission statement at our team mm -hmm. is hardest working team. The number one core value mm -hmm. is be better today than you were yesterday, yeah. right? Incrementally get a little bit better. So for me, that's a morning routine, right? Yeah. As 99% of my days are consumed by waking up and doing a morning routine. You don't, that doesn't mean you have to get up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., no. right? But you do need a time in the morning or at the end of the day, or whatever's comfortable for you, where you're investing in yourself, where you're being selfish first before you can be selfless. Yep. And if you're not doing that, you're not gonna have 
the energy, the ambition, the desires mm -hmm. to do all of this other stuff, the crazy schedule yeah. that you're going to build out for yourself will not happen if you're yeah. not doing that. Yeah. Discipline number one. I'd even argue what time you go to bed and yes. then the morning routine. I agree with that. That'll be a whole other podcast. Yeah. Byron, thank you so much for jumping on the show, man. I totally appreciate it. I appreciate you and, you know, super fun. I mean, obviously you guys can see we know each other. So we're, you know, we're playing off, you know, a fun relationship. Yeah. I've watched you grow and it has been nothing shy of tremendous. So dude, it, a hundred million next year, brother. I would say 99% of the growth is the community you've built the relationships yeah. I've gotten from this ecosystem. Yeah. yeah. So I want to thank you for that. You got it, brother. You got it. All right, guys, enjoy this podcast. Give us some comments. Make sure you follow him on Instagram and everything else. Let's see if we can, we should all just go and heart up that baby photo. Just <laughs> that's just, on my just Facebook have it, just have personal it. page. All right. Well, that's cool. All right. So we have to like friend him, I guess, first. Yeah. And then really fast, all the shows. So they should check out Real World. Real, real, real World. world. I was like, that's we the, just dropped the L. That MTV? That right? was MTV. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. how we got yeah, there. That's perfect. Right? Just dropped the L. Uh, real Word and then the Byron Zine Show. Yeah. You can find it on podcasts. Byron Lazine, YouTube, you'll get a lot of this content. Yeah. 5amcall.com if you are interested in some type of morning routine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Any of that stuff. CT Real Estate Radio, if you want the local look at what we're doing on yeah. the radio show, there's a whole bunch of it. If you go on byronlazine.com, you'll see it all. Yeah. And good stuff to R&D, baby. Rip off and duplicate. That's what it's all about. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And we will see you soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.